and welcome to a special crossover episode between The Cut of Steel and Third Planet from the Black Hole. I'm one of your hosts, Kamran Shushtar, and with me is James Selig. Hello. Third Planet from the Black Hole is Danny Benson. Hello. And Apollo City Comics, Brand- <laughs> Brandon Blockstorff and Brandon Moncada. Hello. Hi. <laughs> I, I think We're the it's Landons. Yeah, I know, right? I think it's easier uh, to just combine our names like last time. Just the Brandons or the or no, the, the Bloxcata or the Moncada or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Bloxcata. Yeah. And Sounds I apologize like ahead of time for the weird camera angle that I'm at. My webcam decided to die today. It was uh, it just died like my beard. So, <laughs> but or you it. can catch this episode in two different places this time. Uh, you can. Find us at Suture Side Talk and listen to the Cut of Steel there, just audio. Or you can get the full visual of it at Third Planet from the Black Hole on YouTube, as well as the audio versions there too for Danny. Uh, but we'll be in multiple places this time because everywhere at once in crappy 720 vision. <laughs> 720. I know. I'm like my <laughs> so my ver- my my background. Like it just doesn't look. I mean, Navi always looks uh, perfect. But it's What's just like so blurry. Cat. Uh, that's the. Like, if I you're, love Navi, but. Leave her out of this, okay? The picture. If you're watching don't... the video, uh, yeah, Brandon's background <laughs> is a cat. That is the actual size of that cat. She is much larger than Brandon's head. Yeah. yeah. She, she thrives only on butter, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why Brandon doesn't like Godzilla or King Kong is because Navi is like. They could kick both of their asses. So he's like, exactly. Why bother Dude. with these guys. You know? <laughs> Clifford got nothing on Navi. <laughs> Never it, looks like, it looks like your cat's drooling on your shoulder. It's yeah, no different than any other day. Then <laughs> Brandon has his own Mothra song for his cat that he has to sing to. Uh, <laughs> like the, the twins <laughs> chant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but all right, guys, we're here for a specific reason, of course, and this is also. Our last episode for about a month or so. We're going to go on a, a break and just kind of relax a bit. Thank uh, God. Yeah, we won't be back in probably until sometime in the second half of April at the soonest. But for this episode, we are talking about the film that just came out, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Uh, Danny, what episode is this for uh, Third Planet? You're asking me? <laughs> I, yeah, I, for Third Planet. This is your review, right? Jesus, how many episodes are we at right now? I think this is number... Okay, so we did one, two, three... This is number four. Okay. Pretty sure this, this is number four. All right, so you're, you're listening to episode four, four of Third Planet, and then also this is yeah. episode six of The Cut of Steel. And we are talking about Zack Snyder's Justice League today. And we're going to be going into a lot of different things. Uh, we'll be going through character by character as well as kind of the different all six parts as well as the epilogue just going through them individually kind of like how we liked everything didn't like it uh still kind of what we would change in certain aspects but i'm thinking not as much for that one now because we have this more definitive edition out at this point but (laughs) uh starting off of course i i do want to go through and ask everyone two questions which we're just gonna give like a straightforward just like kind of one word answer and then we'll delve into everything else afterwards but uh, the two questions are, did you like this uh, more or less of the same as Joss Whedon's Justice League? And then individually, did you hate, dislike, indifferent, like, or love this film? Yeah. And I guess we'll go person by person. Danny, if you want to start us off. 
and and I also want to just add to this too. Um, I I also want to ask you guys along with the Comrades questions, just what your kind of expectations and what you were hoping for with this movie was going in before we start everything else. So I I'll I'll kick it off with just the uh, expectations going in, and uh, I I was thinking that this movie was going to be the Revenge of the Sith of dc movies that revenge of the sith you know it was the previous movies that came before it were so bad that it was going to make this one look good and that there are <laughs> going to be enough good things in it to make it at least worth watching that was my hope going in and i was honestly like seeing how many people that i know who could not stand what snyder has done with dc saying that this was actually pretty good um it gave me hope and I was like, okay, maybe this is going to be pretty good. So I, uh, and I also had high expectations. Like he's getting to make his movie with little to no, you know, roadblocks in the way. So I was going into this with, it's kind of hard to explain with both high and both low expectations at the same time. And, uh, then I watched the movie. He paid for HBO max for the first time ever. (laughs) I thought it was a I, that's how there is no trials anymore because everybody was getting just trials and then canceling it so i paid me. i paid for this um and i'm not mad at this movie i am disappointed in it to be honest i was disappointed with how many problems made it over from the whedon cut to this to the snyder cut I was, there were so many scenes that I gave the benefit of the doubt to and thought that is just a cringy Whedon scene that he added. There's no way that came from Snyder. And I was shocked how many of those scenes were popping up in this movie too. And I was like, wow, that, it, it, to me, I I have no, it's no different than, to me, I it's no different than the Whedon thing. It's just a longer version of the same movie. And I was really looking forward to the action scenes. And I think that there were only two good ones. And, you know, because especially like as much as I didn't like Man of Steel, like that Smallville fight and everything, I was expecting that level of action in this movie. And we really didn't get any good action except for a couple scenes. So... That's it. Before I rant too long, you know, uh, I guess we'll move on to uh, the next person. Uh, El Paso, Brandon, yeah. you want to go next? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I feel the same. I think all you know, many of us felt the same way. But like we had high expectations, but also very low expectations at the same time. Um, the thing with Snyder is that he has not proved that he can pull this off. In many of our opinions. Um, but we were all very curious, uh, like Danny said, with him having less roadblocks, what it would amount to. Um, and again, uh, just the same way he said, I saw so many people post like raving about it. And I had a friend when I was working Thursday, he was just like, I'm going to watch it. And then he wasn't spoiling it. He was just like, dude, my palms are sweaty. This is insane. Like, <laughs> and then it's like spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so I had like very mixed, I went in with an, an open mind for sure. Um, but also, you know, expectation wise, uh, something Neil Gaiman told me when I got to speak to him for a little bit was that the greatest thing you can do as a creator is, um, finish writing your story. 
And I believe that's the chance that Zack Snyder got. And that's, I respect the fact that he got to finish writing his story. But he didn't um, write the movie. Well, he got to finish his story. Well, he got to finish we'll, his project. We'll talk about yeah, well, that. Yeah, he, did, he, did <laughs> yeah. have a, he did have a, a, a stake in the story. This is his whole vision that yeah. he got to complete, you know? So that's the same thing. It's the same essence. This is Zack Snyder's vision for the movie. And also, I didn't ex- go into this expecting like a traditional film. Um, this is very much an experimental superhero film, something that's never been done before, something we've never been uh, seen before in film format because it wasn't – even if you break it into the four par- four hours that they were going to originally, it's not TV show breaks, you know, that doesn't have those type of setups at all. So this was essentially a four-hour vision, not – I'm not even going to barely call it a film, you know what I mean? An experience. Yeah, an yeah. experience, you know? Yeah. So I had that in mind going into it as well. I wasn't thinking of it being like, this is a superhero movie. This is a vision and experience. This is no way would this have been Warner Brothers cut because it would have been down to three hours max, you know? So with that being said, I did I did thoroughly enjoy it. Um, I can't say I loved it, you know? Uh, I don't like a lot of, I'm not like super crazy about any of the DC films. Even the ones I have enjoyed, I'm just like, yeah, it's pretty damn good, you know, like <laughs> pretty good. But I'm not loving it. It's not like really getting to me. Um, I do have complaints, but I have so many pros. And I think it just, you know, it did blow my mind for what I saw. And I was absolutely captivated. So what was your second question, Kamran? Uh, the two questions I had was just if you liked it more than more or less of the same oh, yeah, as yeah. Joss Whedon. Yeah. A thousand million kajillion times more. It's okay. that, that Whedon cut is... <laughs> Like absolute, I don't know. It blows my mind Garbage. that it even got past the cutting room floor. Yeah, like this was, fuck, goddamn, this was so fucking great <laughs> compared to the weeding cut. So no, but I did like it. I did enjoy it. Um, I'm curious to explain my complaints and the point I hit. So, uh, why don't we? All right, go to the next person. James, you are next. Yeah. So I, I definitely liked it a lot, lot more than the original version, the Whedon version. And most of that is just because it explains shit better. Like, there's a point to everything. Everything, yes. Like, even the mother boxes awakening at this time. Like, why? And it doesn't make much sense, but at least there's an explanation. Mm -hmm. But, um, and so that's, I liked it better. I, I actually, I love this movie. I was not expecting this. Like uh, to answer Danny's question of like where where were my expectations? They were actually pretty low. After watching the Whedon version, I was just like, "There's the story just fundamentally doesn't make sense. It I don't like it. It's stupid. Steppenwolf is like a nothing villain. I don't care about him. I didn't like any of it. So and I got a little bit excited when the first Snyder Cut trailer came out. The the one set to Hallelujah just because I I love a good musical trailer excuse me a good musical trailer but uh i started to get a little bit worried again when he was saying like oh yeah i shot the whole thing in four by three just because i wanted to yeah and uh certain things making no sense like when we started hearing about the rumors for the next films that we'll probably get to later i was like i don't think he gets these characters man but (laughs) watching the movie and I was a little bit worried in the beginning because there's definitely, I guess my biggest complaint is there's still a lot of scenes that are drawn out a little bit longer than they need to be. So I think they could have cut this movie down to like a, a three and a half hours and it could have been an Avengers Endgame length movie and people didn't complain about that. Uh, but 
I don't know. It's just the things that they cut out of this movie literally made it a, to me, a completely different movie. Like all the stuff with Cyborg, it's a travesty that they cut out. Like, oh, I don't want, I don't want to interrupt you, James, but I just want to say real quick, spoiler alert. Oh, oh yeah, yeah spoiler. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah guys. If you haven't watched this movie yet, <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 guys, guys. Yeah. Just, just in case anybody, we're totally talking about the ending here. So yeah, I, yeah, we're talking everything. So yeah. since I loved it like so much, and I was just so my like literally my jaw was dropped at, at moments, and I I was very interested that Danny said that there were only like two good fight scenes because like literally like the the battle on uh Themyscira in the beginning was insane and showed me how badass Steppenwolf can be uh the any time that Diana was fighting I was just like oh my god she's a beast uh I love this and like I don't want to r- ramble on for too long because I could literally see the entire movie again but I, yeah, I sure. really really enjoyed it <laughs> all right but it is very long no oh, yeah very long uh brandon if you want to go next and also thank you for sending us those (laughs) (laughs) i saw you you know i I looked at it and i smiled and i I looked at brandon so hard not to laugh uh the first one i was just like you know what he has a fucking point right there man like this (laughs) is the second one though upsetting (laughs) yes (laughs) for those that don't know there's a Fuck a Snyder cut. Give me that fire cut. And it's like, yo, make an NC-17 Mrs. Doubtfire movie. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I was trying so... I was listening, James. Don't worry. But, like, I was trying so hard not to laugh. Because Conrad just looked at me. Jesus. Uh, right when uh, you guys started, I got a notification of, like, the best tweets about the Snyder Cut, so I was just kind of going through them. Oh, so I, you must be seeing all the, the ones that say, room. hashtag restore the Snyderverse, because I'm seeing that all no, over the place now. No, we'll talk, I'm, we'll I'm not, actually. We're going to get, we'll to, about, we're gonna get yeah. to that. We'll talk about all that later, but yeah, no, Anyways, I, was, I was looking um, at James, I looked down for a second, and I was just like, fuck. <laughs> Got him. Um, All right, Brandon, you go. Yeah, yeah. James, I never thought I would disagree with you so much on something. In and you're this a life. scientist, James. Yeah. <laughs> brilliance. I, honest, dis- uh, brilliance I, I was to li- see brilliance. Okay. <laughs> I I was listening to everything you said, and I was like, oh my god, I could literally, I'm ready to like fight this man on every <laughs> opinion he's got. Uh, uh, I mean, to each their own. I was like I said, I was shocked that I liked so, this movie. So my initial reaction was, you know, you. I, I had you guys kind of going like, oh, shit, it's amazing, you know? So I was like, okay, n- no shocker there. And then, you know, I started seeing the <laughs> reviews, and I'm like, okay, these feel like HBO Max advertisements. The only way to experience Zack Snyder's Justice League is on HBO Max. You know, like, it's like these are obviously paid reviews, you know, for some of them. And so I was like, all right, well, people seem to be liking it, and... I guess I'm going to go home and watch it because I was like, originally I was going to get off work and then watch it the next day. But I was like, this fucking movie's four hours long. I'm not going to watch this on my day off. <laughs> so I'm, I'm being serious, dude. I was up till 730 in the morning because of this movie. Oh, my God. Because I started watching That's it at like for you. <laughs> no, actually, I go to bed like four or five, but I was I started it at like two and took some breaks. So it took a while to get through. Um, So I, I honestly... You know, I've always been very vocal on this, you know, on all these podcasts about how, you know, I haven't enjoyed anything he's done, really. And, you know, I, I will admit that I I genuinely have not really enjoyed most of his movies, minus the select few. So when I was going into this, I was like, all right, maybe this is the movie that's going to 
change my mind. You know, like is, this is going to be the film that's going to be like, okay, he, he's got it. And then I saw the intros 20 minutes long of Batman walking through the snow, literally 20 minutes. And I was like, okay, this is going to be a long movie. And, you know, I wasn't angry with like, like finishing it, but kind of like Danny, I was just disappointed. I sat there and I said out loud, I was like, do I even want to read comic book characters, read these comic book characters anymore? Oh my God. I genuinely said that out loud. And that was like an initial reaction when I saw that movie. I was like, that's what we got. And I was like, well, it was kind of, it made more sense because every scene had like 15 million characters explaining every thing happening for like 20 minutes. And I was like, but it didn't need to be four hours. And there's so many scenes that are unnecessary. And there's so much slow motion and camera shots that pan <laughs> that were completely unnecessary. I guarantee you, if you took out the origin stories and all this other stuff, but that we'll get that we'll get to that. Then you get the weed and cut. <clears throat> yeah, then you get the weed and cut. But I was just like, I this movie was better because it explain it over explains honestly, and it was disappointing. It was honestly disappointing. I'm sorry. It was just like I saw it and I was like, that was it. Like this is what everybody's talking about. This just feels like some like, like I don't know, some edgy middle school kids Justice League, you know. And no disrespect to anybody that created the film, really. It's just like it. I didn't think it turned out that amazing, hmm. and it was genuinely just disappointing. I was like, I don't get it. Uh, why are people going crazy over this? Because honestly, it was just all right oh i I, th I told you guys all immediately i was like all right like that movie happened and that was it that was my reaction yeah you, and you said pretty much when we talked about it you're like pretty indifferent yeah i was literally sitting there just like unaffected just disappointed and just kind of like eh, there we go we got it and that's it so what was the other question i was supposed to answer sorry I think you kind of answered everything. I did, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> There's a lot Your there. expectations, whether you liked it or not, and whether it was better. I think you got it. Yeah, yeah I mean, again, yeah. it was like oddly better and worse. Hmm. Like, that's... It was better because, yeah, the weeding cut... Honestly, the weeding cut is just easier to get through because it's two hours. <laughs> yeah. But, like... I, I had that look like Navi has behind you where I was just sitting there staring off into the distance drooling on myself. <laughs> oh, my God. But, like... But, like... Uh, but but yeah, besides that, it is a better movie, but by like by how much, you know? It was like I don't know. I got you. Yeah. So that's my initial reaction. Okay. So uh before I go off, um or not go off, I'm not gonna be there for like twenty <laughs> minutes or anything. Uh, now let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just uh, Alex Jones. <laughs> but like Oh wait, know. sorry, sorry. I was gonna say one one redeeming thing about it. That I did thought I the Steppenwolf fight, yes, that was cool on Themyscira. Mm -hmm. Uh like, you know, Steppenwolf actually like going crazy. I was like, all right, it looks like a crazy action well, movie right now. So Well we'll definitely get to Steppenwolf too. Yeah. And then uh so before I start, um I do want to point out, of course, guys, like you know, who knows how we're gonna be throughout this episode, but we all have our varying opinions. We're all pretty much opinionated on ourselves, but these are all at the end of the day opinions and 
if you guys, no matter how crazy things get, uh, you guys got to know we are all friends on this. So we all hang out. <laughs> yeah. We all talk to each other and do stuff afterwards. I always want to put that We're reminder co-workers. out there. <laughs> uh, you know, no, th- what, what makes the reason why a big reason why I feel like we do this, too, is because we have a very big uh, spectrum yeah. of our emotions on him. Like literally you could all put us on a certain meter and it's going to be a full spread of like uh, a 180 spectrum. So that's the cool thing. Um, and I find that very amusing too. You know, you get like every single type of whatever, however you felt for about this film, listening to this, there's probably someone on this recording that's going to be on your level and you'll be rooting for them. Yeah. So, that was rooting. Rooting. yeah. Brandon, that's... did you just say that we're all on the spectrum? <laughs> uh, Danny, I don't know. Anyway, I was going to uh, say that's right. actually, that's actually why I wanted to do this today was because, I knew if I didn't do this and it was just going to be the three of you guys just being like, or if Danny <laughs> didn't do it either, it was just going to be the three of you guys going like, this is why it was amazing. And it's just I like, no, well, I, you, you I, definitely liked it more I than me, Brandon. I surprise you a little bit myself, actually. I like a lot but, of things more than you. But, all right. <laughs> uh, I'm so for me going into it, I mean, you guys know me pretty well already, but like I was one of the people that was, you know, I had released the Snyder Cut in my hashtag for quite like a very very long time i was part of that like whole movement being like yo we got to get this thing out there i donated to the cause do all this stuff and i have wanted this for so long and i knew like coming in at least my expectations i honestly i honestly wasn't sure what i was going to get because i still have negative feelings at a good amount like people still never remember that but i still have a lot of negative feelings on bbs uh whereas i have like more positive on man of steel and stuff but i honestly knowing it was four hours and everything else i'm like oh my god this is either gonna be really fun or this is gonna be really really bad i have no idea how this is gonna go and coming into it like i can easily say yes without a doubt one million times over this is so much better than Joss Whedon's Justice League. So I like, it's night, it's not even night and day. It's like two different years or two different planets. It's like, wh- what the hell happened there? But I, yeah, I definitely love it more. And I, I love this movie. And I, I don't, I definitely, definitely, I heard your voice crack and the tear come out when you just I, said that. I, there <laughs> I were, dude, it. I, I won't lie. I teared up multiple times during this movie. And then I watched it a second time and I still, teared up multiple times at a lot of the same moments and I couldn't help it. I literally just like it, it was like full on emotion where I, I, it wasn't me going like time to cry. It was like, (laughs) I I really can't help it. Like it's just happening. And I don't think this movie is near perfect. I actually have my own problems with it that may surprise some people because there's probably going to be some parts where I agree with Danny over James in certain, certain areas. You you might be surprised. (laughs) But, I will <laughs> I I I definitely overall came out of it very happy and I was very surprised because I watched a 4 hour movie I watched it again the second day and after the second viewing I was like yeah I'm honestly ready to watch it a third time like I I didn't feel <laughs> fatigued at all I don't know what's wrong with me Dude, I, I may have a problem it. I might I started I watching know. it a second time myself, and I'm actually mm-hmm. enjoying it more the second time. I and, enjoyed it yeah. more the second time, yeah. too. It was super weird. I was like, whoa, this is, like, really weird. But, I, yeah, I, that's I, – I'm very happy this happened. 
And like I said, going forward, like, we'll, we're going to talk about the film itself. We'll talk about what could come after. We're going to get into everything here. And this will probably be one of our longer episodes. I don't think we're going to probably go over, like, we're not going to get to three hours or anything, but we'll, we'll be, we'll be here for a little bit. And with that said, let's go ahead and jump into it. And we're going to start off with the characters. Uh, starting off, though, I guess... Should Damn, we should have made a spinner. Damn, we should have made a spinner. Uh, we should have made a spinner. I, I, do wanna, I, I do want to put something in right now, too. I do want to talk a little bit about this movie compared to other four-hour epic movies like Ben-Hur or Gone with the Wind, like those really famous... <laughs> Return of the King. Yeah, Return of the King, those very famous epic you know, four-hour movies that everybody knows about, like how it kind of stacks in comparison to, to them. And All right. Sure. Uh, here, we'll do this. I, I, I pulled up a digital... like thing to choose a number everybody pick a number one through five and that'll be four. your four six three i'll be two, two four oh, damn shit. it i'll be four Just pick, you'll, okay so seven oh, seriously god <laughs> did you say six i, I, I said one through there's five of us one through five. Oh, <laughs> i'll be four okay danny is four james what is yours three okay what about you comrade i guess didn't someone take one already no i guess i'll be one and what did you say Brandon, I said four originally, but Danny stole that. So, whatever's left, give me uh, attention. <laughs> four, three, one. So we have two and five. You can be two. I'll be five. I want to be five. Okay, you can be five. I'll be two. <laughs> that good. Oh man, this so, is like the slow mo shot to right. slow down the movie. I know. All right, we're rolling the dice. You guys ready? Do it. Right. Yep. The number has been chosen. Oh, you can't see it. Uh, is it a three? It looked like a three. It's a three. It was a three. I win. All right. So, James just pick the first character? Was that the plan? Yeah. Okay. That's a good plan. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if that was the plan or not, but yeah, that's a good plan. So, um, and I say just real fast, the character is pretty much the league plus I would say Steppenwolf uh, Steppenwolf too. So I'd say those. And I guess Dark Side and the whole. How about we just bunch the villains together? Sure, we could do yeah. that. I actually yeah, 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 that yeah, may. Yeah. I mean, I know Steppenwolf was the main villain, but to make it eassier, let's just bundle them all yeah. in one yeah. Okay. thing. Uh, yeah, James, who would you like to pick? I actually want to start with Steppenwolf because I. All right. <laughs> all right, so villains, you get villains. Yeah, I was not expecting to care about Steppenwolf at all in this movie because, dude, yeah, in the original cut, he was just this like weird-looking nothing character. Mother. Yeah, and he just kept saying like mother like over and over again, and it was weird. He wasn't imposing at all. Like, I just I didn't get why they needed Superman back to fight this guy. Dude, nothing with him made sense. Even like him choosing the Russian base and all that. You're just like, why? Yeah. Why are we here? Like, what's up? And then right when he lands, he's just like toxic. Dude, it's good. And then you're like, oh. Pff, but that thank still didn't you. explain like, it. Eh, well, it was like well, the mother box needed energy, and Chernobyl was just like free energy because it's still technically act- mm-hmm. active. Or Whatever, like, go yeah, it was like a ghost town near Moscow. And- Plus, coming from yeah. Apocalypse, they're used to that toxic wasteland like material. So to me, it was more of like an apocalypse. Like this is the most messed up place on this planet, and that's like where we're gonna start our base because that's where they're more most comfortable. I just thought like, just from a design standpoint, his character model sounded cooler looked cooler like the way that his suit was like made of this weird looking living metal looking stuff Mm -hmm. that reacted to whether or not he was around danger like if you noticed like whenever someone threatened him his suit would like spike out 
and I, I, was like, I, I agree with you, James. I, I thought that the design the design grew on me with this and when, movie. Mm-hmm. When, when he has a call with a call with a Doomsday. Sorry, he did a, a FaceTime. A yeah. Zoom call. Yeah. He has a Zoom yeah. call with Darkseid. Yeah. yeah, he has like an, a interdimensional Zoom call. Although I find it really weird that they kept saying that all the bad guys were from a different dimension because I don't think that's real, but or nor, usual, but whatever. Uh, mm. But like when I remember that when Darkseid shows up on the call, he's like, "Oh my god, my lord!" Yeah. And his armor like you know dissipates like halfway down his body because he's just like mm-hmm. i need to show respect to this guy and you know i thought showing doom like we we mentioned brandon mentioned uh on either i think probably when we were talking about the uh the whedon cut that like this is way too soon to be to do dark side way too mm-hmm. soon and i yeah. agreed at the time and i was like there's no way that they could shoehorn in doomsday why do i keep making that mistake dark side uh into this movie and make it make sense Right. But it did. Like, they, they completely swapped him out for uh, Steppenwolf for the original f- uh, fight, and he was insane there. Like, even for, like, the brief moment... I don't know why I s- uh, swapped over to Dark uh, Darkseid right now. Uh, Steppen- to finish Steppenwolf, I was just like... He went from a nothing character that I didn't give a shit about to being a complete terrifying badass, like, chopping Amaz- Amazons and uh, Atlanteans in half with his axe... Like, literally, when he was chopping Atlanteans in half underwater and there's just bloods just dissipating yeah. everywhere, I was like, oh, shit, this guy is fucking brutal. And uh, and then, like, the fact that he's also just like, oh, I just want to come home. Please let me come home. And he's just like, you mm-hmm. still owe Darkseid 50,000 worlds. And I just thought, I don't know. He was way more compelling, way more interesting in this movie. And I didn't, oh. I did not think that that was possible okay. for me. I, I just want to say, I he was better. Don't get me wrong. He was better. Any improvement is better than what we got in the Whedon cut. And I think you guys are suffering from very low expectations. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe the original bar was so low that where he is now, it's just like, oh, my God. Because actually, I think... You know, I like the fact that it was just like, oh, he he tried to portray Darkseid. He tried to... Are we going to see this? And that's the one thing that I wanted to see more of was Steppenwolf's backstory, and we don't see any of it. The fight scene with him in the Amazons, great. It was awesome. His fight scenes were good. His design, I changed my mind on his design. I was like, that is a cool design. But they don't do yeah, anything I had to switch with on his that backstory. Too. And it was just like, and I knew it. I was just like, it's the fact that we got so little in the Whedon cut that this is, seems good. I was yeah. like, he, in this movie, he feels like one of the throat, like because the MCU does not do a good job on their villains, uh, with the exception of a few. This felt yeah. like an MCU villain, and I yeah. was really disappointed with that. I, I feel like no, he was always going to be the temporary villain, no matter what. Like I, I didn't really expect him to go very far. So like I felt like his placement was good. Um, I don't know about the backstory. I think it would have been interesting to like see or hear, but I don't know how essential it would have Nobody been. Nobody like, just goes up and tries to take on Darkseid like that. So that's so. I mean, and, like the only thing we get but, as to like what might have happened is he said like, "I saw the error of my ways. I slew those who tried to take mm-hmm. Darkseid's throne." And it's just like, wait, so were you part of a coup? And then like last minute you were like, "Oh shit, bad idea." Yep. Yeah. 
And but I feel like that would have taken us like even further away than we were already being pulled in different directions. Yeah. Well, but like honestly, like he had motivation, and that's the cool part. Like he had a flaw, he had to try to prove himself, and that's why every single time he went out there, he was trying to like get shit done right away. And he had to prove not only to himself but to like Dark Side. He wanted to go back home, and being separated and having to go on these like errands like constantly just to like serve dark side um i feel like a lot of that was very comic book accurate too um from kirby's fourth world where steppenwolf had to prove himself to dark side to even get power back or something um so i think that was like a really attractive part uh like danny said i didn't like the armor at first i thought i was really turned off by it i didn't see much of a difference but honestly watching it the first you know few hours it's really good but you get like the film in general like the graphics really start to turn down as you get closer to the end uh, but like the way it looked like kind of like purple and bluish like in the light and everything and him fighting the Amazonians that whole scene was whew, and that, that dude, had he gets like covered in arrows and he's just like kind of shrugs his shoulders and they just all fall off and you're like oh they were doing yeah. nothing to him and so exactly. I also want to talk about dark side in this movie well uh, uh, yeah definitely yeah, um, let, me, there. let me just jump in on Steppenwolf real fast before we oh, yeah. then move on completely Sorry. to dark side uh, oh thanks yeah I'm just sitting here you know <laughs> Brandon, you want to go first? I'll be back real quick. No, go ahead. I'll wait. I, Are you sure? I don't got much to say, so I'll okay. Go ahead. Uh, I I actually I kind of agree with everyone on this one. Uh, I I do see. I definitely see what Danny does mean. Uh, where our bar was so low that we're just like, we'll take anything, and we're just like, you're God now. And it's just <laughs> like, <laughs> but like he has more dimension in this one he's obviously still not like this movie isn't about him they do a good job of improving him but uh, having it's it's funny i guess looking at it in two ways for a movie that isn't about him it would make less sense to have like a whole scene about it there because then it would make the movie even longer in a way and it's like ironically it would be like the one thing where it's like the people that normally want stuff longer don't want it longer and the people that don't want it longer want this longer which is it's like kind of ironic there but um having that scene if he was more of a main character to the film where it's like slightly more about him it would definitely make more sense to have like that type of scene where you do see that betrayal occur and we'd also get kind of a cool the the interesting there where that does sound appealing isn't the fact of just the action that's taking place there of the betrayal itself but you're getting another look at apocalypse and that itself is very appealing to me so i do see what danny means there when you kind of get that further backstory within just having that within the new gods uh on the plus side of steppenwolf though i one thing besides just like you know the design aspects that were different there was the one thing i feel like people don't notice him a lot was his eyes his eyes were probably one of the best parts about it because he is very you actually get emotion from him you Mm -hmm. see fear you see i agree uh, action anger all these different things and it does so much because the one the scene that really got me for him was when he sees the anti-life equation and he is just in complete shock and awe and you're like i'm really it's like you're not really rooting for him but you're just enjoying when you see him which is what i that that's really what hit me well is because you know in the last one you're just kind of like whatever the man keeps talking about moms and stuff i guess his mom i don't know the box is his mom whatever and in this one you're like holy shit what's he gonna do next because whatever it is it's probably gonna kill a bunch of people and that 
itself, that's where I think it succeeded, uh, was doing that. Do I think he'll be a memorable villain in terms of storytelling? Hell no. Do I think he'll, he could be a memorable villain in terms of just action? Yes. That, that's where I definitely see him, where he does succeed and where he does fail mm-hmm. in terms of, I guess, like, memorabil- like being memorable and whatnot. But dude... <sighs> Getting his head chopped off was the coolest fucking thing oh, in the world. Really just fucking God, that was so sick. Like, that entire last fight. It was fight. a good ending for him, yeah. Yeah, but, and yeah, the fact that his head gets like, well, his whole body goes through the portal, but like his head gets chopped off by Wonder Woman right beforehand, and Darkseid just like, I don't give a fuck, I'll crush his head. Uh, yeah. Before I pass it off to Brandon to get whatever he'd like to say about it, I, I do also want to say like, the adaptive armor was probably, that was, that was just, I loved watching the armor adapt with the like all the arrows and also especially like when he sees that the box was taken and he knows it's in the lab and you just seem like frill up like fur yeah. like a cat yeah. being rubbed the he wrong drops way down with that mascara and he's just like protectors Ching. yeah 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 but brandon uh, what did you want to say about him? it was like spawn's armor yeah uh, <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> Just had to upset it, it always comes back to spawn with Brandon. God damn it. Um, yeah, I mean, he looked cool. He he fought pretty cool. <laughs> but like, <laughs> I I don't care for the character. Like, for sure. so in a way, Stephen Fool, Stephen, Stephen Fool, Stephen Foot, Stephen Wolf kind of ruined the other characters. So. You know, we're supposed to believe this team is like a a team of gods on Earth protecting the planet, right? And the problem is you have a few weird things going on now. They obviously cannot fight Steppenwolf. Like, for some reason, all together, you know, they all can't fight him off that well. I mean, they, they have a good chance of, like, you know, fighting back, but he's obviously overpowering them, over, overpowering the, the entire Justice League until Superman's involved. Now, this is the thing that gets kind of awkward. Uh, Batman is kind of like the one who creates the Justice League or like hunts everybody down to like make them join together to fight. And then Superman is supposed to be like the leader out of nowhere. And by showing how powerful Steppenwolf was compared to the Justice League, it kind of shows how like not useless, but like underpowered the characters come off and then Superman just kind of comes in and he just punches him in the face and cuts his horn off. And then you're like, Oh, okay. So like, you don't need the justice league. You just need Superman basically. Uh, <laughs> so no, it, I get, that's a good point. It, it's just like, it, it's, it's like, it's like, okay, so why did I spend three hours watching these people try to fight when all he had to do was wake up Superman, throw Lois Lane at him. And he's like, Oh shit. I remember who I am. Better go well, save the universe now. I, I would like to lead the discussion on Superman when we get there. Well, yeah, we'll so, get to there. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, it's just like, it, it just shows, like, like Batman was already pointless in the weeding cut. And then somehow, yeah. like, you make Steppenwolf stronger, and then you just kind of showed how the rest of the league was pointless, except for Superman. So you're kind of not helping these characters come off as gods. If I don't you know. Just... I, I kind of disagree. Well, I'll let you finish first. Sorry. Of course you do. But... <laughs> It's he just agreed like, with you before in other episodes. I'm just going to say that. What? He agreed with you in other episodes. So I know. That's why that. I said I never thought James and I would disagree. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it's just like, it's like, okay, yeah, Steppenwolf some, somehow managed to show how underpowered the rest of the league is minus Superman. And by doing that, 
you've made the character with the least amount of screen time just like a uh, what's it called? A do sex machina kind of mm-hmm. thing where he just shows up and everything works in their favor. And so there's that problem. And they then, really underpowered. It's insulting to Aquaman and Wonder Woman's character how underpowered. Honestly, they yes, made it them. is it is extremely insulting how underpowered mm-hmm. they made Wonder Woman especially come off compared to like the rest of the characters when she's supposed to be on par with Superman. Like I thought, basically, I, don't know, I, I feel like they made her like kick ass like all the way. Through. Yeah, no, you know when we get to her, like, I'll explain what they did to her as a character. Mm-hmm. But okay. but but just to like uh, emphasize on what, just to emphasize on what you were saying right now, um, I think again it kind of comes back to like the one thing that bugs me the most is the the timeline of introducing these characters. You know, yeah, like, yeah, the whole it's too mixed and up. The, and, and then it's they like, said. Yeah, it, they said oh, BBS was six months before that. Sorry, I was just yeah, no, no, yeah. yeah. It, it's one of those things. Like it, the, nobody really had. How can they be these godlike characters? And we look at them like gods at, right away, and that's what they're trying to do with like these films is have us portray them like gods, like what you're saying. But we don't have that timeline for them. They're still in that growing introductory yeah. phase, you know, and that's why it just drips yeah. them away from having that godlike appearance. Now, if they had that godlike appearance, it would have been interesting to see how toe to toe they can go with some of these guys. Yeah, yeah. because I'll, I'll just say, like, my quick defense, at least specifically for Aquaman, is he just got that staff. Like, he's never had a trident before. He's never actually been... He usually saves sailors and then, like, brings people fish. Like, he yeah, hasn't um, actually done full-on combat with people before. But Vulco and trained him like, when he was a child, though. Yeah, yeah but he, he should hasn't know how really... to fight the gods. <laughs> yeah, and we see how he yeah, yeah. we see how he does against his own brother in that movie, and we're gonna, we'll, mm. you know, we're not gonna talk hey, about that here. Wait. But I'm just saying, like, if, if that's the case, there, like, he still isn't ready for that. He's still very much in a growth uh, so, spurt. I can't yeah. do that for Diana, but, but I can okay, say that for Arthur. so. Um, but I, I was gonna say they still showed how powerful Wonder Woman could be, and the other characters. Don't get me wrong; they showed that you know. They obviously could hold up in a fight. It's just Steppenwolf kind of proved that they aren't as powerful as they come off, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Or as and Zack then, Snyder wants to portray them as. Yeah, basically. There you go. So, yeah. what were we gonna say, James? So, I get you that like Superman just uh, does kind of come out of nowhere and just like he's the one that beats the shit out of Steppenwolf at the end, but it's not that all the rest of the Justice League members are pointless because like cyborg wasn't even supposed to be fighting in the in a final fight his his job was dealing with the mother boxes the flash he he had his thing was just run around the town to like granted that's like a little bit lame of a use for the flash but like he had to build up a charge to help cyborg to hack into the boxes batman was going around taking out as many parademons as he could to keep them them away from uh, like the flash and all the other guys. So Batman was, you know, he was hopping from mounted gun to mounted gun and Diana for most of the movie, she was going toe to toe with Steppenwolf, but Mm -hmm. it seemed like they were even and she couldn't quite get the best of him. So having Superman there kind of just like tipped the scales in, in their favor in the end it will like overwhelmingly in their scales but like i liked that for the final fight it wasn't just like we all have to fight steppenwolf they all had like kind of like in the whedon cut they all tried to fight him and it's like what the fuck is the flash gonna do push him hard like yeah uh but at least in this version they all had a specific thing to do that was o- that only they could do seemingly and yeah. I will say, too, like, when Steppenwolf even talks to Diana, he's just like, you know, things probably would have been different if you were with your sisters. I probably wouldn't have even gotten the mother box. 
like it's goes to show there too like the amazons you know they're capable in their own right but with diana leading them they probably honestly she probably could have potentially beat steppenwolf and there's a lot there that yeah they go toe-to-toe multiple times and you're not seeing her like down and out completely at all whatsoever like she's just like right back up there again like yeah i'll go at you again like we could keep doing this all day yeah but like the the thing at the end of the day is steppenwolf was still winning the fight with, with super powered villains until superman came in yeah and that's the thing it's like with, with if you're gonna do like these all-powerful godlike villains it should be even if you have the most powerful superheroes on your team it should still be like that they beat them by the skin of their teeth like thanos the reason why he works so well they beat him by a stroke of luck in endgame like yeah. it's not it's they barely beat him he spends the both those movies kicking the shit out of the Avengers. Yeah, he he actually beats them in Infinity yeah. War. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like if it shouldn't the tides we'll get to that more when Superman comes up though. But like the tides shouldn't have turned that much when Superman showed up. Yeah, it it just Yeah, basically. And then Well, I also feel like that was the whole point cuz I think feel I feel like um they knew they weren't going to win without him and they knew they were doomed without him and they knew like they could hold on for a minute and they could you know last a few rounds but at the end of the day they weren't going to be able to do this without superman and that was like part of the biggest point to bring him back to have him in this universe because they're like without him we're screwed and that was like why it was so uh detrimental to like get him ready for that fight and have him included in that fight because they all knew like we can do this we can attempt to stop it and we could go in there knowing we're gonna, we're not going to be able to and we just need a hope and that's the whole thing faith that's what it came down to with batman he's like i know that you know we'll be able to do this because i have faith that superman's going to yeah. show up and he'll be here alfred I, i've got yeah. faith yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I that that was to, the whole es- essence. Yeah. On I want you to hold on to that thought, Brandon, because I, I, I want to respond to it later when we do Superman. No, for sure, for sure. Um, uh, I was, I was just gonna say the other stuff with the backstory of Steppenwolf. It's just like, it's just like okay, like you, you messed up apparently, but like we're just gonna skim over that. I was. That's why I, I felt like there wasn't enough time with the character to actually care about them as a villain. I can. Mm-hmm definitely agree with that it's just like it's it's one of those things like you you want to the thing what we enjoyed about it and it goes back to what you guys were saying about we got nothing in the weeding cut so we a little bit of anything helps this cut is that yeah you you want we loved him because we felt uh we were like sympathetic towards him in a sense you know like we he we saw his flaws we got to see his purpose but it's so quick and you know a glimpse that like oh yes we have something and this is such a good reason and such a good purpose and this makes sense but we're just told it real fast to like run past it yeah instead of being like maybe this could have you know again the rush of making this having a new gods film lead into this would have been interesting that's what what i wanted to say oh sorry go ahead no they could have had like maybe a flashback where they explain what steppenwolf like why Steppenwolf tried to betray Darkseid. Yeah, exactly. Like Danny said, yeah. 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 Like and, and two two things I was going to add to what Brandon said. Um, and this is pretty much the last bit I have on the villains. Uh, one thing. Notice that Brandon said we are sympathetic towards Steppenwolf. See, the thing is, when you are creating characters and when you are crafting stories and when you are creating villains specifically or some foil to your main character, you are trying to create empathy you are not trying to create sympathy. You want to create empathy with your audience. Yeah, that's the right word for it. Yeah. You 
you can create sympathy, but to achieve your goal, and this is me strictly coming at the film as like a critique from like a creative standpoint. You want to achieve empathy and you want the villain to feel like the hero to their own story. Yeah, that's a good the point. Second, the mm-hmm. second problem with Steppenwolf, besides that, and this is like, honestly, it just comes down to you show Darkseid. So why do you give a fuck about this guy? When exactly. you have the biggest, you have the biggest bad guy in DC history. So it's just like, okay, Steppenwolf's there, and I get why we want to care about him, but I kind of want to see Darkseid kick ass, so let, let this guy die already and show Darkseid do some stuff. This some is stuff. where I would like to segue the conversation. And that's it on in. the villains I got. They show okay. Granny Goodness, but she doesn't even talk, so you know what, whatever. Oh, dude, and, she wasn't even casted. Yeah. She wasn't even casted. It was and just and like a even CGI model. And, yeah. and, and to be honest, took the a best... JPEG of... Uh, uh, <laughs> the best... Yeah. G- wow, shit, what's her name? The the best villains on screen were Whatever. the Parademons. Most Mrs. accurate da- depiction. Mrs. Oh, Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, they photoshopped Mrs. Doubtfire into the background. <laughs> How dare um, you? But, but so anyways, uh, yeah, the most accurate villains in the movie were the Parademons. I was like, you know what? They make total sense. <laughs> and and the thing with uh, Steppenwolf is that he, you're right, he is a throwaway character. And that's the uh, problem. Expectations to me was that he'd only be in part of the movie, and he was like part of the big thing. I thought he was meant to be a throwaway character and we would get more from the ending and more dark side from the ending to kind of have that. Um, Cause we're already building up so much. I expected real, not to say way too far, but just listen, it's uh, I expected more dark side and I expected more nightmare scenes and we didn't get any of that. Nope. And that's where I was just like, okay, maybe his whole thing was just like, he is going to die. We know that. And we're going to get more of this. And so it's like, we didn't though, you know, and that's mm-hmm. the bad thing about him. But we're- this is where I want to segue things into dark side is that this movie, this whole movie felt like it should have been number three and number four in a Justice League film series. Mm. And you really, really, really needed a new gods movie to flesh out the fourth world before you did this movie. You needed mm-hmm. like you didn't necessarily need to show Darkseid. You maybe just like this you know, the brief scenes of him fighting, but you really needed to flesh out that part of the world so when it collides with the atlanteans and the amazonians and all these characters you feel more weight behind it like because that's a whole nother part of the universe that just showed up in this movie and dark side deserves better and dark side the first thing he does in this movie is almost gets his arm chopped off the first time we see dark side on the big screen that's not how you sell the worst thing ever in the in the dc universe the first thing thanos does in infinity war is he kills loki he crushes yeah. his neck and drops him and says no resurrection this time i did Dread find it, it run really from it. yeah i did it find it really weird that dark side like found and lost the in, the anti-life equation and it was just like it could be on like any one of trillions of worlds yeah so it's <laughs> like I, excuse me what you don't have like nav computers <laughs> so um I completely agree with Danny. And really? I, so, <laughs> oh my god! I told you I was gonna shock you, dude. I don't know why you like. Oh my god! Plot so, twist. I I talked about this before, and I think everyone forgot. I never liked that BVS and Justice League were done so early. I never wanted that to happen. I wanted yeah. so much more build up and so much more fleshed out, and. You have no idea how much I want a fucking New Gods movie. And, yeah, like, having God. that before it would have been amazing. 
And it's like it, it would have done just like just briefly like look at uh, like Thanos is a nothing villain to me. He he was whatever at the end of the day when I can't when I look at the Avengers movies, and I just think of like how it would have been good to do like a, a movie about him to actually make you care that he's the big bad of the fucking four phases and shit. Where well, I was just like oh he just gave people dust insurance whatever the fuck, and it's like with this they could do that and they didn't, but. That's also like the whole standpoint of fucking execs being in rush job, giving going, give me Avengers now, and like seeing how fast things come into it. And yeah, I agree with completely that it was rushed too much. That he is dark side is dark side is. <laughs> Y'all know dark side is the guy and, did a good job with his voice and motion. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Like, he did a yeah, really good job. And he I, is yeah. the end all be all. Besides, really, like the the villains that kind of like more than brainiac more than lex Luthor, more than all of them the only ones that stand up to him in terms of like sheer big power shit is like <laughs> anti-monitor and yeah if you really want to include emperor yeah. x too emperor x is like one of those you know, if you kind of include him maybe superboy prime but that's like a completely different fucking story that's and that's like uh yeah that's, that's that's too much for movies don't do that um but like he i was happy to see him in this and i also think like i i get what they're trying to do where it's like okay they maybe weren't as advanced i guess as they are now five thousand years later that he couldn't remember where the world was but also it didn't make sense there's no explanation to that yeah i didn't that like that there was flaw. no explanation also, to that was, that. yeah it's was just he like not conquering uh, new planets for five thousand years did they have other mother boxes? Did they just were those the only mother boxes they had? So that's the whole thing. That's why you would have it would have been so much better to have a new gods movie before this to mm-hmm. explain everything about these. So when you see them, they grant even more depth to them. Where you're just like, oh fuck, a mother box. It is really whereas weird. like even a lot of regular comic book fans might not even know shit about those. Yeah. Like honestly, because they're not really utilized that much. Imagine a Forever People movie before this. That would have been dope. It is it really weird crazy to me yeah. that DC like could really could have actually used a uh, new gods movie if they wanted to go with this type of storyline so soon and at this point marvel is doing like an eternals movie which is like their version yeah. as far as i know yeah. and it's like created by jack kirby eh? and yeah. it's like jack, jack, yeah jack kirby's everywhere eternals came out after uh kirby left dc when he finished his new god oh, stuff and then he kind of wanted to continue this cosmic god idea um uh, into Marvel and he created these characters, the Eternals, um, which were kind of like his new gods, but it was just like a different spin on it. Cause yeah. he really got into the book chariot of the gods. Um, and that's where that spun out. So yes, you're totally right on that. Yeah. But as for dark side himself, like, yeah, I fucking love dark side and like voice is great. Design is great. I agree. I wish that he fucking did the, uh, hands behind the back. I, I they didn't do that. They had I was him kind of like leaning over on his throne. Like, yeah, the, the, looking, the, the yes. throne shit was dope. Throne shit was pretty dope. Uh, but I, the one I will actually defend the fact that he got his ass kicked in the first battle because I don't think people think about this. I said it in the beginning before, but you have old gods fighting him combined with their might. So you have, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm pretty sure guys, I don't know if you might correct me on this, but the, Three, like you, you know for sure it was Zeus and Ares, but also Artemis, right? Mm-hmm. That was Artemis, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. god of the hunt, goddess of the hunt. So you have like fucking old god tier arrows hitting this man. You got Zeus's lightning, and you know that's hitting him, and he is younger than he is currently, so he's probably not faced that much opposition he at this level before. Yet. He was yeah. still Uxas, and yeah. um, his even his origin story. He chose like how 
much he got defeated before he gained the power to become dark side. So him getting his ass kicked again, agree with you there because that, mm. that it just makes sense towards that, you know, dark side history and who he was at that point of his timeline. Yeah. And another thing too, it's like both in the positive and negative. How would we know that if we didn't have that fourth world movie before that to explain more of this and really get more about dark side to know, Oh, there's different stages of dark side that you don't really know about. And, but at the same time here too, you have Ares. And Ares is the god of war. And Ares gets his strength from war. And what the fuck are you in right now? An insane battle of gods. Interdimensional war. This dude is getting like fucking steroided Mm -hmm. in terms of power level right now. Not to mention he's got his dad and sister with him fighting this dude at once. That whole fight scene was cool. And I just feel like it should have been in another movie and really expanded upon and had more time devoted to it. Agreed. Imagine having that in the fourth world movie where you have Darkseid starting out and then like it ends like part one and then part two is like Darkseid becoming Darkseid. And you're just like, holy shit. I feel like I agree. Like I do that. Sorry, real real quick. I like, like I really thought that Darkseid in this, like what, what he, what was in here, I really enjoyed, but I do agree that like they could have saved him for like, way later in the series yeah but D- danny that makes sense right what i'm saying that, yeah that, no i i agree yeah. um okay. i want to hear i think i want to hear uh, other brandon's thoughts on this too and then i should we talk about joker and deathstroke and lex luther too oh no, i think that might be a side character i, think I mean this, yeah well, there's there's a side like the, there's the apocalyptic less... uh, yeah, 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 yeah right now real fast i think you know, Danny, you're right in the sense of like, of course, you know, this should have been later on. Um, and the great way would have built that is if you would have copied that Marvel formula that if you are going to do this new odd way, I, I totally disagree with how they use the mother boxes. It doesn't really make yeah. sense um, at all. Oh, there's not, a huge contradiction a with the mother boxes. I was going to point out. Yeah, it's just a mess in this movie. Yeah, that's which totally is, kind of yeah, weird. But like if you do lead ups of like Darkseid trying to collect these mother boxes so that he gets them and it would have been like Thanos collecting the infinity stones. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is that could have been the same trope, formula though. It's just like, it I, is a tired trope, and, but I, I, it would have, at least it would have made sense of like why they're missing and stuff like that. Like that would have been like an approach to do. Right. And if they do do a new gods film, if they just follow that Lord of the Rings formula where you kind of get the introductory lore out of the way. Yeah. Take tw- 20 minutes of the film, uh, filling us up in with backstory of these characters, but then you start the film that would have been, Oh, and that's a great way to start a new gods movie. And I just want to say too, they make the mother boxes so pointless in this movie because they included the anti-life equation. It was just like, so you're yeah. telling me the thing that dark side, his entire existence is to find the anti-life equation. Who gives a shit about the mother boxes? You're like, Oh, I don't care about those. Just to throw them away for all I care. I'm going for the anti-life equation. You're telling me he wouldn't figure it out that it was on earth of all places. Even when that... uh, Steppenwolf calls him and is like, yo, I, I found, found it. it. <laughs> He's like, yeah. okay, hey, we'll wait. He's like the place I was at before. He's like, yeah, just finish up with the mother boxes, raise the planets to the ground, and I'll I'll find it way more easily then. Like, He's no, like, man. you know what? I, I don't want to deal what? with them. Just kill them all off. I'll be there in a bit. Yeah, I feel yeah. like wouldn't Darkseid? he have realized to be ready? Like to be like, you know what? I'll let Steppenwolf kind of like just knock out what he can, and then I'll be right there when he falls, like ready to attack. That didn't make sense to me. Like yeah. that made zero sense. I figured he'd be like. Yeah, uh, and I'm gonna get my ass kicked. So you do what you can, especially for a warmonger like Darkseid. Yeah, and I even at the end of the movie, he just decides like, okay, well, Steppenwolf failed, so I'll just do it myself. (laughs) So I (laughs) don't. I definitely see why they did that with the mother boxes. Where I'm not explaining it or defending it. I'm just saying 
that you see them going like, oh, we got to save the anti-life and Darkseid being there for the other, like the third movie. But instead for this one, you still have something to go off of, of like, you know, there's still a threat and this is the threat. That said, I don't think it works that well, yeah. but that's the yeah. explanation for it. Not being a, a good one, but that's what there is. And I do agree with you guys on that point. Cause yeah, it's like, it's kind of weird. Cause you're just kind of like, if you are into the fourth world and stuff, you're just kind of like, no, no wrong. Yeah, yeah <laughs> and exactly. This is, and... this is a terrible movie for people who love the fourth world. And it's a terrible mm-hmm. movie for people who don't know anything about the fourth world. Yes, yeah, see, exactly. That is a huge complaint. Yes. That's the thing. Because like, then they'll come in and get false knowledge on it. And yeah, you'll yeah. be like, no, you'll you don't confu- get it, dude. You'll just be confused. Yeah, yeah. and like me. Uh, some, it's confusing in general. <laughs> yeah. Like, I probably know the least about DC lore in this group here. So for me, I was like, uh, okay, I guess that's what a mother box does. That doesn't make sense, but uh, I'll go with it. So maybe that gave them like a little bit more leeway for me to be like i guess this makes sense for, at least for this story but if i had known what the fuck a mother box of it is and does in the first place i might have been like what <clears throat> no yeah, yeah yeah exactly that's that whole concept of you know we're gonna give you mother boxes and twist it around and I, again, I've said this before. Where was New Genesis during all of this? That was another thing. Like, why? Dude, is, that's why are they fourth world, world movie? And... There's so much. Yeah, like fifty thousand um, worlds I... sounded to me like a lot, but it sounded like to the uh, apocalypse people, that's like nothing. Yeah, you know. Well, you know and you, I was going to say they said, mentioned multiverse. Yeah. I wonder if Darkseid. Okay, and this is just a jump, a leap, a thought, like an assumption. Like, is he traveling multiverses? You know, Maybe. ravaging worlds. They'll explain it in this, the and interview. That's, <sighs> and that's why yeah. they couldn't get to Earth again. You know, maybe they just couldn't find the Earth that had the answer. Yeah, version. like which dimension I, I, is it in? There's only fifty-two and then, of them. You know, yeah. I felt like to solve all this, all you had to do was release two films and literally call one apocalypse and the other like new genesis Ooh. or some shit well that's yeah, all you had to do cool. just show yeah. the new gods show apocalypse done everything explained they could have just yeah. maybe teased dark side in this movie and had their new gods movie or whatever and, ex- and yeah. explain and maybe don't make it a like chronologically at the same time as the justice league movie but go like way back in the past and yeah explain yeah. Dark side and how he became who he is and like how he found out about the anti-life equation in the first place and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're interesting characters because the new gods, the supposed good guys like Orion and all them and High Father, they're not good people. No, they're, no. they're no. terrible. Light Ray too. and all them, no, they're terrible. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, Orion's still fun though. Orion's actually, no, fun. I, I, that's not fair. To, I think Orion's fine. It's the people above him that are that are yeah. really bad. And you just look at any time that Dark Side does anything, the guy could sneeze. Orion's there, and you know that's <laughs> yeah. in every comic, in every yes. cartoon. He's I'm here to kill you, Father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why didn't he show up at to, any He's point, always like... there to help Superman. Always there to help the Justice League, and it just felt very empty. This when they did it. In this My, movie. I, I almost would want to cast him as the same voice actor from Justice League because that was like such a perfect voice. Yeah. Him. Well, but... the thing is, you know, if you would have had another Superman movie, Superman meets like new genesis and, and that that's a whole kirby connection he's such the a huge fourth world the starts fourth world yeah, Super, yeah the fourth world starts in uh my pal jimmy olsen and it's a superman jimmy olsen story that leads into the new gods all right we're good we're getting carried away here yeah, yeah. okay yeah we're so, anyways we get it the villains need more work 
Okay. Yeah. So uh, the last last few, just to go off them real fast, Parademons vast improvement from Joss Whedon's oh, version so because it looks really the, cool. the stupid thing of the freaking like. Wheaton Cut was like, they they like fear. They just sniff out of fear. And I was like, yeah. what the hell are you yeah. talking about, man? Yeah. Dude, that sounded entire... like Dr. Evil right there. He was like, the freaking parademons. Dude, that entire <laughs> yeah. first Batman scene that makes no sense is gone. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I thank God. Yeah. That was so uh, stupid. And, and yeah. that also yeah. even fixes that he like didn't have a beard. And then he did have a beard. And then he shaved the beard oh, off. Oh, I yeah. love that. I loved how we were actually introduced you know, it just with structure with that, it all made sense. And then it showed him traveling and then it, the whole Bruce yeah. Wayne. We'll, stuff we'll get to, yeah, we'll get to, we'll get yeah. to Batman. And yeah, so Parademon's awesome. Uh, I just want to say though, I'm, I'm still very, I, I've said this before and James, I think I've said it to you so many times when we used to talk about the Snyder cut and just talk about justice league and apocalypse was who was the one person I wanted to see on screen. Uh, and I just wanted this. I wanted to just see Granny. Yeah. That's all I wanted, and I just saw her, and I was just like, ah! <laughs> I, was <laughs> I feel like Theoden getting blinded by Gandalf. I was just losing my mind because no matter what, I don't know why. I think it's just I love her voice. I love the mm-hmm. of all of the of the apocalypse characters. I love the idea that there's an old woman who's like, Granny's here for you. And then she's just like torturing people. And she is an insane hit squad of like female demon people. And yeah. it's just amazing. She's such a unique character. Yeah. yeah but, it's a, it's a you know, don't, but wasted. Yeah, wasted. Like, don't show her yeah. off and then don't Not do anything cast. with it. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it just makes you go like, I want more. Give me more. This, God damn. That, yeah. That yeah. brings me to this point. This movie suffers from the you know i hate it when the mcu does it and i dc is taking it to another level and they still didn't learn their lesson with this movie is just stop being so preoccupied with setting up and teasing stuff for the next movie yeah no i can yeah no it's it's very much uh next time on dragon ball z and you're just like oh god damn that was a i was kind of saying this when we were kind of talking in our discord and everything but I love the first three hours. I think they're phenomenal. But like the last hour and all my complaints are really focused on this last hour with the villains and how things were wrapping up and my other complaints. But the last hour to me just kind of killed it for me. And I walked away from it just being like, oh, man, that lost a bad taste. And that's because of that. So leaving villains now and just saying real fast, this was cool, though. Um I like this up. He needed uh, to be expanded upon a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, definitely I, to expand upon. I like the voice at least. And yeah. The, oh, yeah. You mean he's yeah. not uh, just the guy who answers the phone? No, yeah. he's, he's, yeah. just, he's like the star scream of Apocalypse. Yeah. Like, I will yeah. say this too. My my uh, all-time choice to play Darkseid in a live-action movie was always Michael Clark Duncan because I think he had that facial oh, structure yeah. and oh, yeah. the voice to do it. So it is sad that we never got the chance to see him maybe take up the role, but this guy did do a good job. Yeah. So, uh, with that said, of, I'm sorry. Brandon, the what's Ghost the? Oh yeah. What? Uh, what was the red guy? This from Space Ghost. Um, oh. Huh? Brack. Brack. Yeah. That's what the song reminded me of. Yeah. He was just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. That was his name, right? Brax or whatever. Space. Something like that. Yeah. Go. Yeah. All right, uh, Brandon. What's the next number? All right, rolling the dice. Number four. Oh, that's me. Um, you know who I'm gonna talk. Uh, here we. Here we go. I uh, can I can I have since we have we technically have a seventh member of the Justice League. Can I roll in Martian Manhunter with Superman, since he's not sure. on here very often? Why not? Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Pretty quick. So I want to start with Superman. You guys ready? 
Yep, go for Remember it. Remember what I said, but only, my only request. Let it okay. rip. I say let it rip. He was okay. great. I, enough said. At a, at, I, a, at, a, at a no K volume. I thought, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna yell. I thought Whedon did a better job with Superman. I never thought I'd say that. This movie, huh. to me, proved once and for all that he, Zack Snyder, doesn't understand Superman. He doesn't like Superman, and he doesn't care about him. Superman is so just unnecessary superman and his characters are so unnecessary to this movie they are so useless and they only use him at the end to get the upper hand on steppenwolf he doesn't have a single line of dialogue with any of the fellow members of the justice league except for the one line where he says oh thanks for saving my mom's house at the end he has no chemistry with the team he's played no part in forming them he has still has no chemistry with lois he still had he had no emotional range in the movie. He is supposed to be the leader of the Justice League, the one that that inspires them all to get into battle, and he is not there for any of it. And the first thing we see in this movie is he is a villain fighting the other Justice League, trying to kill. He almost murders Batman in a complete parallel to BVS. They're playing General Zod's villain music as he's beating the living shit out of the rest of the Justice League, and people are afraid of him, just like they've always been. And it's it was just so disappointing because I thought that maybe Snyder would have done a better job, and the only good scene that we got with him was the one with his father talking to him and him flying away, and they did not earn the solar suit the they didn't even use the solar suit in the movie it's just he didn't have a mullet i was waiting <laughs> for the mullet um, it was just i thought that this was just terrible and going back to what brandon said was saying earlier about superman just showing up and and you know he just destroys steppenwolf this is why people think Superman is a boring character. He comes in. He is so overpowered. He just curb stomps Steppenwolf into the ground and cuts his horn off and pounds him, beats him to a bloody pulp with a smile on his face. I'm sorry. This proved once and for all that he doesn't get Superman. And I was... Everybody kept telling me that, you know, he was going to have an arc. When we get Superman back, Snyder was working towards getting the Superman back that we all know and love. The Superman that we all wanted, we were getting there. Well, he's had three chances and we still don't have that Superman. And the only thing that improved about it was that he doesn't have, it doesn't look like his face got stung by a bee. And they have their tease Injustice Superman, which is even darker. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like they're. There you go. He blew it. I'm sorry. It's. Can I? I know, comrade. Go ahead. I'm. You know what, Danny? Man. <laughs> what a condescending. You know what, Danny? You know what, man? I agree with you. Oh my uh... god! Oh my god! Now, now, not all the way. I'm not supposed to yell, but I'm. I'm I know, but I, I, I wanted to see their reaction. So not all the way, but I, I, after watching three movies, I also agree 
that I would like someone else easily, like at this point, if they said, hey, who do you want to direct a Superman sequel right now? I would probably not say Zack Snyder. I would probably say someone else at this point. I don't want to see Zack Snyder do a Superman movie now. After seeing this one, I don't think he gets the point of like the growth of the character either at this point. And I'm not saying all this stuff there. Like, I also agree. Like, I loved the whole scene of him going to the ship. I loved the the, that was cool the speeches the from his fathers. That actually, that was another point where yeah. I started hearing. I, I started I like, crying. I, I couldn't like that do it. Scene. I was a good splice and I loved the. Speeches. I would I would love the mole. I would love the fucking mole. The Sandra Cavill. Yeah, he did use the uh, solar with suit the, without. Though. He flew imagine, off to the sun. Imagine, real quick. <laughs> Um, imagine yeah. imagine long hair and that bare chest it's like oh my god oh, but like man. it's just it's too much and it's too, it's too <laughs> i see god but like <laughs> it been uh, amazing yeah it would have been. uh the world if he was is really ready. trying to get his jesus imagery right he would have given him the long hair but so my only defense for the beginning point is like yeah it feels like they're in a way lazarus pitting him where it's that initial i don't remember who i am and i'm that just gonna attack until there's a more shocking uh familiarity there do i think it probably would have worked better with a lazarus pit probably yeah that would have easily answered a lot more questions i think at least for me personally i like to think of that's the reason why that occurred and you kind of see over time him coming back to his memory of these things and like he's like oh right okay cool and then you see when he fights steppenwolf at first you're like yo cool it's uh, kind of different superman he, and he even says like i have a second chance i'm not gonna waste it you think like he's gonna get kind of become more brighter and he sort of does with like the the house scene with bruce and with the very beginning where he's like not impressed and he does like well, the frost in before and... that he has one interaction with alfred i yeah. don't know how yeah. he yeah. found wayne not even Wayne Manor, Wayne's like lake house, but he, I do like that scene where he flows, he flies down, and you know Alfred's like, ah, Master, um, Master Kent. I, yeah, I, Master I, Kent. I agree with you, James. I, I forgot about that scene. I that's a good scene too. But why is Alfred working on his car during the apocalypse? Yeah, that is a little weird. Why isn't he like in the <laughs> he has nothing? Yeah. And, like, I'm bored now. Stuff. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but like I, I definitely see like I, I feel like it's taken way too long for us to get to where we need to be for Clark at the same time. And I do want to see him. I don't necessarily want to see bumbling boy scout Clark. Like I do, I still like this darker world in a way, I, but I want to see him being more like, hi, I'm Superman. And just that more, you know, that like more classic Superman feeling, not necessarily, I don't, I'm not talking about the Richard Donner stuff, not at all, but like more so like the, just like the, the way animated series. Is, Exact. That's yeah. exact. Yeah, uh, the animated yeah. series feeling of the way he talks and the kind of style he does that, especially in Justice League, like that. That is what I was hoping for more so, and we didn't really get that. We also don't get him that much, which I I get why, um, but definitely to like I was disappointed that we don't have that version of Clark. And at the same time, like I, it's like it's I'm very mixed with him specifically because I, like I said, I love the black suit. I love the good interactions that are there. I just don't think it needed to take that long. And I think that honestly, like, it's just like, yeah, he's really cool. But I think if, you know, if we did have Zack Snyder stay on and do stuff, I think for a solo Superman movie, he would be better utilized with someone else at the helm of that, that gets the character more so. And once again, still 
please god keep henry cavill like oh my god don't get rid of that man he's still perfect for it but that would be my overall take on it so yeah is that that makes sense too right i think yeah no i i agree with most of it uh yeah i would agree too i i like i don't i haven't read too many superman comics but i do know that he's generally more of like a light-hearted character versus like Batman's Bruce Wayne is like completely opposite. You you want to know what Superman is supposed to make you feel like? Sure. Um, you know that whole feeling the entire MCU has, including the characters within those movies, have when they look at Captain America. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I- imagine that, but like yeah. a, a godlike figure. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly. how super, you know. A, a good way to compare Superman and Batman. Superman is who we represents who we want to be. Batman mm-hmm. is who we are. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like yeah. Superman is supposed to be, you know, it, he's the Boy Scout, right? Right. He's yeah. supposed to. He's supposed to, and you can take a spin on the character. People have. Yeah. But he's supposed to represent that the good qualities of the all-American hero. He's supposed yeah. to represent what you know a protector and like someone who embodies everything that you know people claim is uh you know what what makes him how should i say this he embodies like a good morality like he is the all-american boy scout that is here to help the everyone from the little person at the bottom to whoever's on top he's and there he's for an, everyone and he's an immigrant yeah, yeah. and yeah. to top it all off that's so, why you know, if you want to know what Superman shouldn't be, just look at Homelander. But that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah. So I guess at least it's not that. Uh, characterization of uh, Superman aside, I still really, I at least find it interesting seeing him like lose his mind and go nuts on yeah, like just random people because it really shows you like this is how terrifying Superman could be. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is how terrifying he could be if he didn't control himself. And then I kind of appreciated that, like, after he leaves and he goes back to the Kent farm, there's a, a moment where, like, he, he's, like, playing with a butterfly on his hand. And it shows you how gentle he can be. And mm-hmm. I liked that comparison of, like, this is, like, he could literally destroy anyone around him if he wanted to. But he chooses not to. Uh, and maybe that didn't come uh, full circle, like, at the end when he's, like, like Danny said, beating Steppenwolf on the ground with, like, a smile the, the, on his face. The, the big thing that reminds me is that Simpsons scene where it's like, stop, stop, he's <laughs> yeah, already yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, I just thought, like, it was so cool seeing him, like, really go crazy on, like, the entire Justice League. And, like, the fight was almost exactly the same as it was in the Whedon cut, just, like, slightly better, especially since they didn't do the, the weird you know, CG half face thing for, because they use the it's original still, footage. It still had that stupid part though, where it's like, Cyborg is like, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm yeah, like, no, that's making was, you do it. I was really surprised that that was yeah. actually a, a Snyder decision. I uh-huh. think it would have been better if it was a, a cop shooting or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. military yeah. or something, not them, yeah. like not the Justice League. Yeah. yeah, but then, yeah, like when he shows up in the Steppenwolf fight and he just like, he doesn't even try to block the axe. He just like stands there and gets like hit in the shoulder. And he's just like not impressed. And just like the axe that had been like decimating everyone throughout the entire movie. He just breathes on it a little bit, frees it, like flicks it. And it just like shatters. And it's just, like, yeah, on the one hand that that shows you like Superman in this movie is like really the only person you need to fight Steppenwolf. And like everyone else maybe is not as important, but 
I don't know. I I personally thought that was like satisfying to see the the bad guy that was like decimating everyone through the entire movie just get, get like the tables turned on him and he's just like, "Oh shit, the Kryptonian's back." I, yeah. I I get that, but and you know, in like the animated series and the and the and the comics, the new gods kick the shit out of Superman. They know, do, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. That's the first time he's bloody, he's torn up. They're not yep. anything to be messed with, and like I said, that's just what it shows makes... their power. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I like it when Superman struggles. I like it that he, you know, even though he's all powerful, he still struggles to lift heavy objects. He still like breaks a sweat, and that's why I think the animated series did so well with him because if you ground him a little bit that way it takes away that kind of oh well you know he's just a boring all powerful character yeah i, I will say um exactly if yeah. if i remember correctly too though at the same time he if you look at animated series like when steppenwolf goes on it there's like an episode where he actually hunts him yeah and it's he the only oh, way yeah. he can do it because he's not hunting like powered superman he can't Steppenwolf isn't that powerful compared to Superman. So he has to do it where he's on a red sun planet and have him depowered in order to do it. So even there you see the power dynamic shift as well, where really the, because also you look at the other new gods, they honestly still aren't that strong compared to Superman. Like Kalabak gets his ass handed to him by Superman. Superman just throws him around. He's just like, I'm done with you. The only one, the only one that truly rivals superman and overpowers him in many instances is dark side yeah and you still get that sense especially because like you have a triple attack on steppenwolf at the very end and you just see like that man that like creature that had been terrorizing everyone the entire film it took pretty much earth's mightiest hero to take him down but also you know he worked together with aquaman and diana and through it you see like his when his head flies through and it's like oh he's nothing now it's just a detapitated head and then you just see the foot hit him and it just kind of gives you that gravitas of dark side where it's just like crushes the other horn like it's nothing and he's just like yeah yeah that showed when me i get my hands on you things aren't going to be the same yeah that told me that dark side like as powerful as steppenwolf has been this entire movie he's like dirt under dark side's shoe like that's how mm-hmm. much like more powerful dark side is and like why you should fear him dark side is yeah. dark side is dark side i, I would just want us every single time someone says that we're all just kind of like dark side is dark side is dark side is. Yeah. just make a shirt that just says dark side is. <laughs> uh, I really I, hear, there is a there is a there's a i really want to hear, really hear both brandon's uh opinion on the superman thing in this movie for though. sure oh yeah. comrade sorry if you hear navi's purring she's like not leaving me alone <laughs> that's okay that's okay. that that i'll, I'll leave that in i'll leave i'll leave that in that's okay no. Right. Which one of you would like to go? <laughs> I know, right? It's a lot. But I, I like that with the the background, she kind of goes in and out like she's not there. <laughs> yeah. But uh, you want to go first, Brandon, or me? You. All right. So here's my thing with Superman, and you know, I I agree with Danny. You know, it's no I I have with these movies. Uh, you know, I don't think they've been great depictions of Superman, despite being Henry Cavill being a fantastic Superman when it does work. The thing with this movie is it is a four-hour film, and we don't get Superman for two hours. And three. I'm supposed to believe three almost. Yeah. I'm supposed yeah, to believe he's surprised. the le- he's the leader of the Justice League. Like, come on, like that's just that. I don't know. Sorry, I hit my hand they against the table. They kind of just decided to resurrect him on a whim. Yeah, they're like, 
They're like, you know what? This God on Earth. Let's resurrect him. Yeah, so, guys, let's go wait, dig him up. You're telling and... me that this mother box can turn anything into anything? Could it turn a dead Superman into a live Superman? Yeah, know, let's try. Yeah, it's like okay. I I feel like you guys should take that a little bit more serious, but sure. At um, least they didn't make a fucking pet cemetery joke this time. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that was so much better. Um, they, they, they do do it better with that. I, I was going to talk about the jokes in this movie uh, when we get to a certain character, but um, the thing with. Superman is again, you know, to get Superman right, to show a depiction of Superman, again, you could throw a twist on it. But if you're going to put a this, you know, the comic accurate version of Superman on screen or a version of that, he is the all-American Boy Scout that protects the smallest, littlest person, no matter who they are on the scale of like importance to someone as big and tall and massive as Lex Luthor you know like he protects everyone on earth that's just like who he is he's a all-around good person who embodies what they consider like the good qualities of like the American ideals and Superman is this menacing life-threatening ready-to-kill-everyone smiling person for most of his screen time barely says a word yeah, and I'm just like, okay, so this is your hope in humanity right here? This guy who's, like, choking out the Justice League and, like, you know, destroying property and attacking everyone. And, you know, all, at least they took out that uh, will, you'll bleed or whatever line. Yeah. You know. Instead, it was just, like, silent, like, straight up mindless. Like, yeah. Just, it, like, I'm going to shoot know, you with, like, like you know, right? I, I felt like I was watching Brightburn for that scene. You know, I I, that's fair. I, I recently saw Brightburn like a month ago because I finally got around Super to watching cool. it. And I was like, this literally that movie is everything Superman. That movie understands Superman more than this. That because that movie construction of the character. Yeah, yeah that movie James shows Gunn knows superheroes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that movie shows what is wrong about Superman or everything that could be wrong with Superman. That's what that movie does. And it shows a great mirror, a reflection of all the faults in that character. And when you're watching him attack Batman in the Justice League, you kind of get that feeling. And I don't know if I want that in a Justice League movie as, like, the leader of the Justice League and, like, you know, the one who's going to save the universe, basically. So, you know, that's my main problem with it. Again, I didn't feel like Superman was that all-around Boy Scout, basically. He just seemed like a psychopath killer in some scenes. Like, he really does. Like... You know, the one time as a kid watching the animated series, I saw Superman unhinged is when uh, who's the guy that dies from Darkseid? Dan Turpin. Dan Turpin. Yeah. Yeah. That scene where Superman's like, I failed. And he like punches the tank constantly. Yeah. You remember that? Like he's like taking it out. Yeah. And you have like Lois kind of like being like, oh, my God. Yeah. 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 He's he is clobbering that tank. He is pounding it to the ground because he's just so distraught. We get that same scene on Steppenwolf's face. Like, <laughs> yeah. and he's like smiling. And it like, like I've gotten to the point where like, yeah, you know, if you want to show a more gritty take on superheroes, sure. But like, this is just like trying to be like edgy and just like over the top in the wrong ways. And I feel like that's just missing the mark with Superman, honestly. Like, it, I feel like it would have made more sense if he was like stayed down and like actually. Yeah, or, you know, stuff. the way my vision of superman i would see him punching him a few times 
and then being like, you're done or this is over, you know? And like, he's not the kind of character to beat you when you've like lost. He's not that character where he beats you in the face when you're on the ground and you've lost. But he is in this movie. And Mm -hmm. to me, this doesn't feel like the Superman that's going out his way to protect the smallest person on the scale of importance. You know, like I was saying before, because he like, I mean, we saw the movies, how the fights went down in the cities. Yeah, It just he feels like a maniacal killing machine. And this movie makes him even more powerful. So he seems like a bigger threat in a way than Steppenwolf was because the Justice League couldn't take him down, obviously. So what if he continued to like be crazy and not know who he was? Yeah. It'd be Brightburn by WB. That's what they'd, it would be. They'd be mm-hmm. doubly screwed because now you got a crazy Superman running around with and Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf who's got and, the mother boxes. And here's the thing. You can do that in the movie, but not in the first Justice League film. Maybe a second or third Justice League Justice League film where you get to the nightmare scene. That makes more sense. But when you are showing these characters come together for the first time, that's like, you know, I don't know. That's like Captain America. That's like doing, uh, what's it called? What was that story arc by Nick Spencer? Do you remember, Brandon? Um, are you talking about the one where he goes Hydra? Like, Hail Hydra? Hail, yeah. Hail oh, Hydra. Uh, Secret Empire? Secret. Yeah. That would be like if Secret Empire was the first Avengers movie. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. what that feels like. I guess that's funny. That scene that. was good, though, because it showed you how much a deviation away from the character messes with things. You're just like, whoa, Cap would never say that. What's going yeah, on here? Yeah, but imagine if that was the first Avengers movie. Yeah, because yeah, it no, established it's Captain definitely... America before that. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's definitely, everything feels way too rushed yeah. at yeah. the same time. And like, like this, this would have been so much better later. Yeah, also, so... Sorry, it, it is also really weird that like Superman has that scene with Lois where he's like, I got a second chance. I'm going to make the best of it or whatever, or I'm not going to waste it. And <laughs> yeah, then... I'm not going to waste it. <laughs> Yeah, but, but I'm, like, I'm gonna beat the crap out of you, Steppenwolf. Murder this guy. Yeah, Not only but that, like, but like, this, like in both the uh, Nightmare Future scenes, you see that like all it takes to get Superman to go like complete dark side is death of Lois Lane. Uh, yeah. or more of like Batman having a baby with Lois Lane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that could be it. Yeah, like, yeah. That. yeah that but seem um, like Superman's not and, wasting. But, but before his, we even chance. see Super. Before we even see a good Superman, we see him turning to Darkseid before they even yeah. resurrects him. True. I'm like, that's the first Superman scene you're going to put in the movie? Like, so, oh, no, if we do all this, Superman he goes scene. crazy. Yeah. yeah, and then, so, you know, there's that. And then, again, Superman just becomes an embodiment of that deus ex machina moment. Mm-hmm. That's the other problem. And I think it's very, this is the problem, like, I'm having, is that it is jarring to go from potentially killing the Justice League to saves the day and decides to practically kill Steppenwolf. And it's so abrupt. Like, again, I'm trying to study this. I'm really trying to break this down objectively from like a writer's standpoint of someone who studied, you know, I'm not the biggest expert, but as someone who studied storytelling, like I, it's like if you're reading a book and your main character from literally page two to three completely shifts abruptly into it's like their whole like you know demeanor and just the way they are and it's just so jarring can you imagine again i know this isn't for kids but parent i guarantee you there are parents that want to show this to their kids especially right now i guarantee you 
because of the way the world is right now, there are parents at home who are showing their like 10 year olds and younger this movie because it is a Batman Superman movie at the end of the day. They get to the Atlantis, Atlantis scene. They're like, oh no, don't look at this. Yeah. yeah like, yeah, yeah, Atlantis gets his head smashed open. What is with Zack Snyder I, having I people saw... smash their heads open? Dude, so, Wonder Woman I, threw I, a dude's I, head against I, the wall. I saw Scott Snyder uh, tweet out, like, me and my boys are going to watch the job. I almost tweeted him being like, yo, don't show your kids. Yeah. yeah. So, doing? like, you know, like, can you imagine, like, seriously, let's, let's be honest here. And this is the last bit I'll have on Superman. We are six years old watching this movie and i'm not talking about going into our edgy middle school years this is us at our like <laughs> reading you know the adventures of superman and batman age right our we're innocent like youth yeah can you imagine if you were watching this and superman is your favorite superhero and you see him beating the l- literal shit out of someone like homelander like let's be honest here that is that is scarring. These are these are stories for kids. At the end of the day, they could be for adults. Obviously, we're no, all you're, like you're absolutely right. Yeah, we're right. all. I, it's you know, besides Danny, we're all like practically thirty, still reading these characters because we do love them. And they're. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were like we're all adults here. Except Danny. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I thought you were going that way. We're, we're beyond that point. We're practically thirty. That's the thing. You know, we're all twenty-five to thirty years old at this point. So. Yeah, we can ha- of course we can handle watching an adult version in the sense of like the violence and like grittiness to these characters, but again, can you imagine being six and this is how you see Superman? Hell yeah, no. I would be if I had kids right now and I showed and I started being uh, like oh, showing God. this to them, I'd be like, Hey, let's watch that new Batman like Justice League uh, movie. Oh, rated R? Maybe there's just a couple F bombs, you know, yeah, that's fine. We how can get bad past could that. it be? And yeah, like, decapitations and shit. It's like, oh no. This is you why know, I bought all of the animated series on Blu-ray, because that's mm. all I'm showing these kids. You see, but, but even in, in stories like in the animated series and in Justice League and in the Injustice storyline, when Superman goes evil, he still has good intentions. It's always I'm gonna stop crime yeah. by controlling people. Yeah, it, it's I almost people, scary. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like when even Red Sun has good intentions. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Injustice. When it's, he it's, like, it, no more fighting. Yeah, and injustice. To to me, it's like, more intimidating that way because he has a morality that's just mis. It's completely thrown off. And injustice. That scene yeah. where he stands up in the Fortress of Solitude and says no more. That's chilling. Yeah. 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 So, um, by the way, also injustice just got these characters down way better. I mean, especially oh, when you beat yeah. the second game and they're walking yeah. down the hallway and Batman's I still like. Need to... it, Oh, so sorry. Good. You haven't played it? No, no. I, I played the first game. I, I, I want to read because it's like as good as that is. Apparently, like the Tom Taylor comics are oh, yeah. amazing. Well, well, I was going to say oh, the, they are. In, they're the really se- good, yeah. in the second Injustice, when they're talking, he goes, you know, I will take you down. Right. And Superman just laughs at him. And I'm like, they got that better. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to yell that loud, but it's just like uh, I was going to say also the nightmare scenes are basically the Injustice storyline, but we'll get to yeah, that. 100%. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, so again, just imagine how scarring this is. Yeah. As you know, as as a little kid watching this, you are like, oh, yeah, Superman. You're like, what the hell? He's smashing that dude's face in. I would be like holding my Superman action figure like uh, I'd probably be scared of the character. There are yeah. kids that would be scarred from that. I'm not saying me necessarily or and then any of us. There's kids that would go the opposite direction. You're like, oh god. We'll yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. But <laughs> realistic. Going to do to kids what, GT- what everybody thought GTA was going to do to them. <laughs> <laughs> but like, mm-hmm. you get what I'm trying to say here, right? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's the last bit I got on Superman. I got nothing yeah. else because he was barely in the fucking movie anyways. So let's, let's hear from other Brandon and then we'll go through Martian Manhunter real quick so we can move on because we're. Going I'll, yeah, I'll segue into Martian Manhunter. Sure. Okay. Yeah, no, and my my stuff is brief right here. Um, 
the Josh Whedon promos always had, uh, I believe, Batman in the front yeah. or someone. Um, yeah. And then the promos for this movie, they switched it to Wonder Woman as the front-facing character. And so right away in my head, I was like, Superman's not the leader of this team. This is not right. Um, because the focus is so much on Superman for the way they angle all three of these movies. They really have this focus, but he's not in any of them. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. I said, that three hour mark, the part that made me stop and my mind just drifted, it's the scene again, again, uh, this is totally different, but Amy Adams doesn't tell me as Lois Lane, yeah. but like where him and uh, uh, Lois Lane are at the farm. And then all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to check my phone. And that was the first time in those first three hours that I was just like, I'm starting to fry out. This is getting too much. And I just, you, you don't do justice league without Superman. You know, you and and the way, and I'm gonna end up coming back to this like four different times. But this last hour was the Zack Snyder that we got for the last two films. It was just a bunch of scenes, and it was just a bunch of rush cram stuff. And they crammed Superman in, just like they crammed the nightmare scene in. It wasn't an efficient way to bring him out. It, you know, I get maybe you know you have to go visit uh, Alfred and be like, dude, I need the lowdown. What's going on? I know you know fill me in and i was like okay that can connect but you're right i thought he was gonna grab stefan wolf and let him know like hey dude you can stop this right now or i'm gonna stop you and then it's gonna be a brief like dude he barely did anything to stefan wolf and stefan wolf is down but that continuation like what you guys were saying killed it for me that's not superman nothing i i feel like uh and i'm so sorry danny but it, uh it, i the first scene with superman in the movie is him dying and crying out across the world. Oh, yeah, that's And it's right. the yeah. signal, Somehow. yeah. That's what wakes the mother boxes. Yeah. That's what makes it. And so I, I, we start the film with Superman and the tragedy of him dying. Um, this film's so long, again. it's hard to remember everything. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, it stretches out to be like, okay, we know we can get resurrected, but not getting resurrected until three hours, three in. hours <laughs> in. And then you get 15 minutes of Superman of just like, when did the switch happen? I never really agreed with the first fighting scene because of the way it was initiated, but it just, it kept on being like, okay, maybe they're going to do it. Ah, they did do it. But now he's talking to Alfred and maybe it's going to, uh, and now he's here at the fight. Oh, God, ice breath. And you're just like, no, dude. then you fell again. And it just kept on like failing at capturing what Superman's about and what he, the, why he's important. You know, the thing is faith. They wanted Superman back because they knew that's the only way they were going to win that fight. Yes, and I believe in that because they knew that it was too big of a threat. And I get it. The new gods are way too big of a threat for them to take on themselves, and they needed Superman back. They get Superman back, and it just wasn't the right approach. Like, it just – they still slipped at it. They they had the answer to the test, and they still failed, you know? Uh, and it just – I just didn't vibe well. I just – I, I – I, I, I could repeat everything you guys said about other stuff, but I, I'm in agreement with all you guys on so many points. I'm actually surprised that... how much we agree on the Superman part. Yeah, but I, 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 I'm, ho- yeah. I'm hoping I'm just making this I feel weird that I'm like trying yeah. to make, like defenses against like why he would keep beating Steppenwolf. And like the only thing I can think of is like maybe he knew that he needed to buy them enough time to fix the mother boxes or separate then them. fly Steppenwolf out. Like into the sky or something. Yeah, That's something Superman something would like do. He wouldn't just wail yeah. on his face. It's literally what he tried yeah, to do. He wouldn't. Yeah. He yeah. Did, he, and also, he tried it before. 
Dude, when they killed, I, I loved how they killed Steppenwolf. That was fucking. Dope. Oh yeah, that was. Awesome. I mean, that was so fucking yeah. awesome. Would do. But she would do. Yeah, but that is yeah. A, yeah. the thing. Is Superman wouldn't fucking allow that. He would not allow that. That would not happen if Superman was there. If Superman was not in that fight and that scene happened, I can believe it. But Superman would not just let them kill uh, Steppenwolf right in front of him. He'd say, "We need information." We would have kept yes. him as a prisoner. Dude, Kingdom Come. Do you guys remember that whole debacle between him and Wonder Woman? And this is why I hate the Apollo City Comics episode of Kingdom Come, which we're going to redo. Um, <laughs> hey, the whole shout entire out. <laughs> debacle like, between Superman and Wonder Woman is that he's just like, Diana, put the goddamn sword down. We are not going to kill. We are going to talk to them. We're going to figure this out. This can be diplomatic. He's a diplomat, right. Yes. Yeah, and he talks things out. What happened to that? And that's one of the darkest versions of Superman that we get in Kingdom Come. And it's like, dude, no. It just, it just it didn't work. It just didn't work. It really upset me. See, um, the uh, to kind of back that up, my thing uh, that makes me realize why this doesn't work is because your two leading characters, Batman and Superman, they're basically the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah, we, why. We talk, yeah, we yeah, we talked about that, right? Well, it's yeah, just a reminder. Too much into it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just that's why it feels like it, eh, you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, I feel like the power and like, you know, the reason why Batman appreciates Superman now, I feel like that finally made sense and that finally clicked. But that was like such a minuscule thing to be like, yeah, that is what Superman's about. But we just don't get it. There's so much more to him than just that. And I think, you know, oh, 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 my bad. I'm going, yeah, no, 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 go no, ahead, Brandon. Go ahead. No, no, I, I just had a uh, thought. I was going to go back into March Manhunter. But oh, no, 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 yeah, I was about to yeah. let's say, let's get on to March Manhunter right now. Um, Real quick, I'll just say my thoughts because he's barely in the movie. Why was he in it? Um, yeah, same. <laughs> I'm like, yes, and yes. Why, what a dude, waste of a yes. great casting, too. Not just that, like the CG was really bad. Oh, it was oh, real bad. And, yeah, and I, I'll, I'm going to give the CG a little bit of. It was I'm at home, be, you know. I'm not going to be hard get, on it. I'm just going to be like, you know, they didn't really have enough time to do it right. This is definitely. It felt like an add-in. Yeah, yeah. 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 This was well, another was, part. That scene was of supposed to be with Kilowog. That scene was yes. supposed to be with Kilowog, and they changed it to Martian Manhunter. Or no, it was not Kilowog. Uh, John Stewart. Yeah. Oh, that's, I mean, that's yeah. the whole. So that's, that's that was not. So that wasn't Zack Snyder's fault. He even says, yeah. like, uh, they forced me to take that out. It was supposed to be John Stewart, and they actually shot it. There is yeah. uh, someone who was cast and shot as John, and Stewart. they removed it from. Okay. The, yeah, I, I yeah, heard yeah. that yeah. too. That but it's still yeah. even then though that wouldn't have made sense because John Stewart's a soldier. He would have shown up right then and there to defend his country. Yeah, that's he's a marine. My, that's still one of my big complaints about the final fight. Is like. In the Age of Heroes, a Green Lantern showed up because there's yeah. Why didn't we get our Lantern? And they they show the they show the ring flying off, and then you don't know what happens. So it's just really weird to me that uh, Steppenwolf has a moment where he even says like, "There's no protectors here, no lanterns, no Kryptonian," and I'm like, "You see a a dead Kilowog too later in the movie." Yeah, Yeah. there should yeah yeah, and it's like there should be two lanterns per sector, right? So yeah, uh, it's it's yeah. usually one lantern per sector, is it? but our sector like, is so fucked uh, up. Yeah. That they have Some like of them four. Yeah. yeah, no, they have more, dude. Yeah. There's, there's like, there's like what? It's like, just five, they six? always rotate the human ones around. So no, like there, there was a time when there's like seven of them all at once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. over Earth. Yeah, it's yeah. Kyle Rayner, uh, Alec, um, not Alec. Um, what's his name? The first one, the Golden Age Green Lantern. Oh, he's, oh. he's not Alan Scott. Scott. He's not Alan part of the Scott's corpse, a, though. Yeah, he's a magic Green Lantern. Well, you know what I mean. There's still he's still a Lantern though. Yeah, yeah. You have Alan Scott, Kyle Rayner, uh, Hal Al, Jordan, John Stewart, John Stewart, Jessica Guy, Cruz, Guy Gardner, Jessica Cruz, Guy Gardner, Simon Baz. Um, why is Guy Gardner in 
or that's a different discussion. Yeah, yeah. and then well, it's yeah. but they're and, not usually all at once patrolling. Like usually when they have one there, there's others that they're like off in space. Doing yeah, other and stuff. then that's the thing. Fuck it, Dexter's in there too because he's yeah. from Earth. You know, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> he's a Red Lantern. We're getting off on yeah. the Yeah, we're getting it. Anyway, yeah. yeah. Martian Manhunter, insulting to the character that they didn't do anything with him. He should have been in the final yeah. battle if they were yeah. going to introduce him. He yeah, why wasn't he there helping? Why wasn't he? Yeah, yeah it was well, like... Yeah, he's like, I realized I should be helping my He's like, I have a stake in this planet, planet too. too, so I should do something. He's like, well, so you, you show up after they do the work? Yeah. It's a very shoehorn. Yeah, it's very shoehorn So, like, as much as I thought, like, as much as I enjoyed seeing the Green no, Martian Manhunter. The Martian Manhunter in this movie. It is definitely one of those things where you could completely have cut him out. Uh, mm-hmm. And it would have... Or if you mind. put him in, just do... It's yeah. like either don't have him in, or if you do have him in, do it, more like, it was really all, yes. what you had. It was really I mean, Wasting characters. That's right. a Snyder thing, is wasting a character. Fuck why it. The, all, why yeah. the hell was he even talking to Lois? Yeah, yeah, it was I like, was what? I was so confused by that scene where yeah. he... Like, he says, okay, cool. Like, he basically convinces her that, like, hey, Lois, you can't die too. Like... To the world or whatever like the world needs lois lane and i'm like but wh- does why? he know about the future night so uh, nightmare yeah. thing the then- only thing i could think of there like i'm not defending it either once again but the only thing i could think of there is he knows like because he has telepathy he can read minds so he knows what people are doing sure he could have known like this is just me just because i analyzed it and it's easy for me to look at it but like he saw what the heroes were doing and he knew like oh potentially something could go wrong so you want the anchor there and she's the anchor for cal and so he's like, get her out of there and she'll do her routine there, but she'll be at the right place at the right Except time. She, That's my only thing. But otherwise, it's not really, an, it's not a defendable standpoint day, either. She does that every day. And also, this movie does that thing that happened. It's good maybe once, maybe twice in a film, you know, in a standard film. Typically, it's once. Um, but way too many coincidences happened in this one. Like, yeah. Oh, I did this, yeah. and then this happened. Like it was I don't know. too coincidental. I thought, and that's what threw me off. About I thought it. that they did a decent job of, of like setting things up beforehand. Like I, I personally loved that Lois Lane because she just misses Clark so much, and I guess can't possibly take the trip out to Smallville every day, but she can go mm-hmm. to like his monument in in mm-hmm. Metropolis. That was like, good. I yeah. love that like she misses him so much that she misses that she goes there every day to think about and remember him to the point where she even like she knows the cop that like uh, patrols and that area. She brings who's actually and, like, uh, Jimmy Olsen from yeah. the daughter yeah. movies. And, uh, and one of the things and I, I don't know if I've mentioned on uh, this show or on the commentaries before, but like the theme of seeing someone that you thought you had lost forever, like seeing someone again like that that really gets to me so like when she's like i I came back one last time i'm i'm gonna try to move on and as she's walking away that's when superman gets resurrected and you can see on her face she's just like she wants it to be him but she doesn't want to like she doesn't want to like believe it completely yet she so she goes to see like what was that what could that have been coming from clark's ship and it, I love Steph, that she, she that, did that. And they that definitely so did well. a great job compared to like the last one where it's like Bruce is like, you're a contingency. But, this felt a lot more like, oh, yeah. I, I will say, yeah, coincidences, at least with the Martian Manhunter portion talking to her, that would be a bad, that's yeah, not that the best coincidence. But 
her being there naturally of her own accord made more yes, sense yes. there. That was what was done well. What were That's they going to do was if right. she was on a business trip or something, though? They would have been screwed. Yeah. Well, I, like, dude, she the, whole, working, though. Uh, the whole lead up to this was like, okay, she's doing this every day. We've already established she has a reason, a purpose to go here every day. Yes. So the Martian Manhunter scene is just like, okay, now we're going to make sure you guys know that she's going to go there. Yeah, and this I know, is right? going to happen. Over-explaining. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yes. And, and then know, it was just like... It, they should just left it. They should just been like, okay, this is we know Lois does this every day. We don't need to yeah. shove this scene in there. Yeah, like I said, and they you could know, have cut at least a half an you know, hour off this movie, and it'd be fine. Like I said, uh, like honestly, all you had to do if you're gonna throw Martian Manhunter in the fucking movie, there's a bunch of shit they just throw in this movie already. But if you're gonna throw Martian Manhunter in there, just be like, yeah, Darkseid fucked up Mars and like sent the White Martians or some shit, and I want to you know get revenge or help you guys, or not even get revenge, but like help you guys make sure that doesn't happen here. Man, you know, I'd be well, like, he could at have this said, point, like, I lost my world. Yeah. I don't at, want you to lose yours. At this point, I would have taken that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Well, also, oh, my God, go for it, Dan. Uh, I was just going to say, you know, going back to the whole uh, Superman thing, because you were saying about the Jesus imagery, the resurrection of Superman in the comics is literally they find him in his, or they find his tomb empty and the giant stone moved. It's literally yeah. beat for beat what the resurrection of Jesus that's the only time they ever try to make Superman look like Jesus in the comics, and he didn't take that opportunity to do that. No, that was the perfect cue for Sheer that. Sure, yeah. yeah, it's pretty. Like I will like, say, um, did this be too on the nose? No. I think <laughs> right, yeah, this is compared to other things. I, okay, I will say, anyway, not, back to Hunter, yeah, so. real fast, real fast. As we close them out, I feel like because I don't think there's much else to say about him, but. Um, I think a really good thing they could have done with him at the end there, if he did show up to Bruce, uh, just because I think it would have been kind of poetic is, you know, when uh, Arthur accuses Victor of being, like, on the enemy's side, and then Victor's like, you know, like, it's a long story, and Arthur's like, you know, I got time. I think it would have been really cool if, uh, instead of saying, like, it's about time I fight for, like, my world or whatever, if he's like, you know, there's a stake here, and because of what happened before, I, I can't let that happen again here. And yeah. Bruce goes, uh, what are you talking about? And John just looks at him and goes, it's a long story. And Bruce looks yeah. at him and goes, I have time. And then it like ends there. I think that would have been a lot better too. It's more because, impactful. Like, yeah, yeah well, it's more impactful. And then you kind of, it like, you know, leads up to something else. Like you could show like the White Martian stuff or like whatever happens to Mars. But I think that also, yeah, it, it just... In terms of storytelling, I think that would have been such a good note to end on there. I, I well, did like the line, horn. though, you know, my parents, your, your parents would be proud of you, Bruce. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah that, was that was good. Really good that was good because you could tell he's reading his mind, and that's what he's always wanting is, like, their approval. Yeah. And Harry Lennox's shoehorn. voice for him. I mean, like, Harry Lennox as his, oh, yeah, like, great casting. just oh, yeah, besides being great, designed, yeah. great so good. Another situation, great casting. Just <laughs> casting, once yeah. again, they yeah, do off the charts hor here. Horribly executed. Even his, like, cool glowing eyes, I loved it. Whoever right. whoever did the casting for these movies, give them a raise. Oh, Except yeah. for Jesse Eisenberg. Weirdly enough, the Lex scene in this in this version, way better. I, I was actually like, holy shit. I actually well, think this Lex could be good. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that yeah. a little bit. Okay, so. And that will conclude part one of now our uh, two-part uh sixth episode of the cut of steel so uh I'm, i was in the middle of editing this and i realized how long this was and i talked to everyone else and we decided 
uh, it would be better to release it in two parts. Uh, of course, part one is coming out today, Thursday, uh, which I'm in the middle of editing this currently uh, <laughs> as we speak uh, while I'm recording this. But uh, part two will be out tomorrow on Friday. So you only have to wait a day, but that way you only have to uh, get two hours at a time instead of getting like nearly four hours all at once because this is a really big episode. We actually nearly went for we almost went the length of Zack Snyder's Justice League with this. So with that said, uh, you can catch us on our various platforms. Of course, you can catch the Brandons uh, and their comic book po- uh, commentaries and their movie commentaries at Apollo City Comics. Uh, you can find them at on Instagram or Twitter at Apollo City Comics Podcast, or sorry, actually, uh, you can catch them on Instagram at Apollo City Comics. You can catch them on Twitter at Apollo underscore city. And of course, you can listen to their podcast on any of the various podcast platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. You can catch Danny's channel at Third Planet from the Black Hole uh, on YouTube. You'll find that there. There is also Third Planet News or thirdplanet.news, which is the website where you'll find uh, his reviews, Brandon's reviews on uh, comic books uh, for his weekly poll list. So you'll catch all that there. Uh, you can also find Third Planet and the Black Hole uh, on Instagram at Third Planet of the Black Hole or from the Black Hole. Sorry about that. Third Planet from the Black Hole. So I'm reading from a prompt here. Uh, because normally I can I can memorize some people's like usernames. I, I can't remember like all the info about their actual shows though, unfortunately. Sorry about that again. But uh, you can catch everyone on uh, various platforms. Danny will be uh, D Benson three on Twitter or Instagram. You can catch uh, Brandon Blockstorf uh, at Broadcast Live on Instagram. You can catch Brandon Moncada at Jiggity Jones. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, you can catch uh, James at Invader Jim One Twenty Four on Twitter or Instagram, and you can catch me uh, at GoGoComzilla on Twitter or at Killashoosh on Instagram. All of our information will be in the show notes for this episode. But of course, once again, uh, we will have part two out tomorrow. This is just an abrupt ending because I'm recording this after we've already. Uh, finish this and I'm not gonna lie uh, when we do con- uh, resume uh, tomorrow for part two it's gonna be very abrupt so <laughs> you're gonna have a very uh, strong hello from Brandon once I finish the intro to that but until uh, until tomorrow we'll catch you guys later and thank you so much for listening to our full rundown of Zack Snyder's Justice League goodbye <laughs>